Hi, everybody. This is a podcast, everything about hockey. If you don't like hockey, you won't like this podcast. On this podcast, I'm going to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights and why they had to trade for uh, Jack Eichel. If you look at the numbers and you look down deep, it's, this was a must deal for them to have to do. If not, their future would have been a lot worse in the next five years and further. Uh, if you look at it close, you'll notice that they have no cap space. They have zero cap space. And they have actually got two guys on unrestricted free agent next summer. Riley Smith and Stevenson. And six guys are going to be restricted free agents next year. Right now, the experts are saying basically they got three prospects that are pretty well kind of guaranteed to make impact for the Vegas Knights. The first one is Brandon Berson. He's a University of Michigan center iceman. This guy would fit nicely into a second-line role at center. The other forward with the potential being a real impact player is Jack Dugan. He played for uh, Providence College, and he's a real good impact player. He should be able to at least make a top-six winger position for them. And the other one, he's he's already a pro. But he's a stud defenseman. He possibly he could really be a stud defenseman. I really like the guy. Nicholas Hage, he's a uh, big, strong defenseman. He should be able to make the top four pairing. And why I'm pointing this out is because those three guys are really the only true prospects they have that could really make a jump in the near future to the NHL. And because this team basically traded away a lot of their draft picks to go for cups these last five years. And in the aging of the, pro- aging of the roster, which I'm going to sh- tell you right now, show you what I'm talking about, is kind of scary. And they're going to need prospects to jump into these holes because they got, they got a lot of money tied up in some older players that are going to be on the decline. For instance, right now, the next five years, they're going to have six guys making a possibility of making $45 million on their cap. we got 25-year-old Jack Eichel. He's got uh, $10 million a year. His contract ends in 2026. We've got 29-year-old Mark Stone. Right now, he's 29 years old. He's a uh, He's got a cap hit of $9.5 million. His ends in 2027. You got 31-year-old Pietrangelo. He's got an $8 million cap hit. His ends in uh, 2027 too. You got 28-year-old Carlson, William Carlson, Wild Bill. His uh, cap hit is six point million, six million a year. His ends in 2025. No, in 2027. I'm corrected there. Uh, and then you got Theodore. His $5 million cap hit, his ends in 2025. And you got Leonard. His cap hit is $5 million. His ends in 2025. Now, Theodore and Leonard, both of those guys, will be getting pay raises. So you can actually add a little bit to this $45 million. So you're looking at that. So you look at this, and you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of money. When you're considering that most cap people, experts, think the cap in the five years is going to be about 95 90 the 95 million 
and you've got $45 million already committed, not including the two bump and raises that you're going to get with Theodore and Leonard. So you could possibly get that up to $50, $55 million. That's a lot of money tied up. So you're going to need prospects to actually fill in the gap. Well, like I said, they don't only have like three prospects that are actually, they think are going to be NHL prospects. Now down the middle, they're really solid. And that's what they were thinking. They had to get down the middle solid because there's no way that they're going to be able to fill the gaps they got at the wing that they have now with that much money already being tied up. This is what I'm thinking. With this much money, and they have the two players that are going to be restricted free agents, Smith and Stevenson, and with the start they have with the two injuries of Pacioretty and, of course, they have Eichel injured too. They're going to have to make room for them on the on the actual cap when them two get healthy. So I say what they need to do is, even though it's going to hurt, I think they need to trade Smith and Stevens as quick as possible so they can get some draft picks and some prospects to put into their system to make it so it won't be as bad. Because face it, next five years, they're going to have to need to get another winger high-end winger and a high-end defenseman to go with what they got. They don't have enough depth in the blue line, especially at wing, to actually be competitive. Now, you know, centers can drive the offense, and with the centers they got up the middle right now, I mean, they got Eichel, the number one center iceman. He's an elite center iceman when he gets healthy. Brandon Bersan, I think he definitely could be fitting in as a great second-line center iceman behind Eichel. That would be a really good one-two down in the middle. Eichel can give you that power. He can score. He can put 100 points in. Brisson, I think he can at least type in maybe a 25-25 or 50 points. But he's actually an all-around guy. He can pass. He can play defense. He can win face-offs. And, of course, you got Carlson. I think he's he'd be an ideal third as he's getting older. He's still a defensive stud. He still can win face-offs. He can punch in a, a goal when you need it. So they really got enough to drive down the middle. But they need to produce some more prospects to fill in the gaps. Remember, this is what the, old, uh, the older teams or more experienced teams had the advantage. You look at Detroit. You look at Columbus. You look at Ottawa. When they were going through their rebuild, they're not the rebuild, retool now. That's the, that's the politically correct way of saying this now. They always had the capability of having some young guys to fill in the gaps. So when they got rid of all these older guys and got the payroll down, anybody can get some draft picks, and then they can fill in the gaps with the more experienced players later on. They had room to do this. But see, Vegas doesn't have that option now. They went from a expansion team to a competitive cup contender and they went and acted they were acting like a cup contender they were draft they were getting rid of players left and right for example with all the wheeling and dealing they did that first expansion draft they managed to draft in the first round six overall cody glass 13th overall in the first round nick suzuki then the 15th overall eric bernstrom defenseman they picked some really great. And then Nicholas Hage was the, actually a second-round pick. 
So they actually did a really good job that first draft of getting some great quality players, and only one of those three guys are with them now. And for instance, in the 2021 draft, they picked 30th overall, Zach Dean. He's a uh, forward. And in the 2020 draft, they drafted 29th overall, Brandon Bersant. So, you know, you look at this and you're thinking, wow, they're drafting late. They don't have a lot of players left in their prospect pool. That's why I think they need to actually, this might have been a godsend for them because when they got the people injured, now they didn't have the pressure to actually go for a cup. So they can get rid of some guys, make some room, get some picks, do a massive trade, get an elite center iceman, and try to develop this thing into a, still keep it competitive. Because if they don't do this, that this team would really would have crashed and burned pretty bad. And they have no support staff underneath the parent club. I'd also like to give a shout-out to the Utica Comets. Right now, they are 10-0. and They have their best start in franchise history. So it looks like the uh, Devils organization is starting to form pretty nicely. And my last discussion is only two teams, non-expansion teams, have shown an increase in attendance since the 2019-2020 season, which were the Washington Capitals and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All the other teams have had various degrees of uh, decreased attendance. I'm not too sure if it's the COVID-19 still driving people away or if it's just the economics. When you consider that the NHL lost $3.6 billion in revenue in the 2020-2021 season, this is not looking good. You know, we're in a cap freeze scenario. We're losing money on our try to get back. And now our attendance is not going well. Well, that's all I've got to report. Thanks for listening. This, this is the podcast. This is everything about hockey. Thanks for listening and goodbye.